Welcome to Records and Real Estate, a podcast about, well, records and real estate. For the next little while, we'll dive into a piece of Chicago musical history. We'll also highlight the surrounding neighborhood and uncover how the two influenced each other. Finally, we'll present the landscape as it exists today. That was Andrew Wendt. I am Karen Sandvoss, and we are Chicago real estate brokers, avid music lovers, and your hosts of Records and Real Estate. So Karen, we met uh, through a mutual friend, Brian James Biancardi, and I emphasize the middle name because I know him as BJ. Yes, and I just know him as Brian, Brian. or Bradley Cooper, as we called him for the first mm, year and a half that I knew him. Behind his back or in, right in front of his face? I think a little bit of both, but mostly behind his back because I thought he was really cute. Yeah, he's a very attractive man. I remember walking t- down in San Francisco with him, and this woman just like did like, you know, a, a spit take and, and followed him down the street. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? And she's just like, oh, you're just so attractive. <laughs> So yeah, I've seen <laughs> I have seen that firsthand. Yep. Um, but uh, he's a, a great friend, um, Renaissance man, I would call him. I actually spoke with him and his wife last night. Oh, funny. And his child. Yep. Nice. How are they doing? They're doing great. Good. Yep. Well, we met at their wedding. Yes. In, in Yalapa, Mexico. Yalapa, Mexico. God, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And you moved to Chicago a couple of years ago. Back to Chicago. Back to I Chicago. grew up here. Uh, well, I grew up in Oak Park, and I dated a guy once that said, I'm not allowed to say I'm from Chicago because oh, I'm bullshit. from Oak Park. But now I actually live in Chicago, so now I can say it. Yeah. I mean, there's that whole thing, you know, when you're at school and you're from the Chicago land area. Where are you from? Chicago. Where are you really from? Mm-hmm. Glenview. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> so why are we doing this podcast? Well, it was your hair-brained idea to put records and real estate together and when I first heard records it did not uh it did not immediately conjure music yeah uh I thought it was gonna be you know recording deeds and (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) if we were talked an hour you know a month about recording deeds and real estate records you know, I'm sure there's a, a, a market for that. <laughs> it might be small. <laughs> yes, but we might touch on that because well, there are some very important things and uh, about recording, making sure things are recorded properly. That's right. It could be our double entendre, uh, you know, episode of the podcast. There you go. There you go. Because I do have a good story about that, but I won't get it. I'll save it for, okay. you know, keep that's the called, listeners hanging. That's called a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so records. Yeah. So uh, you and I had uh, really early on, I think, discovered a mutual love of music, um, which warmed my heart because I was like, okay, this guy is not only cool and nice, but he also uh, really loves the Talking Heads, which is my favorite band. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think I overheard you saying that it was your favorite band at one point or close. Yeah, I would say it's you know top three for sure. Yeah. Now, where you and I do differ is the whole fish uh, thing. Yeah. I have never gotten really into that, but uh, I'm trying. Yeah. I give it a good college try. Yeah, well, you know, maybe this summer we'll go to a fish show if they're in town. It'll be easy. I think that's the key. Fish is one of those things that has to be experienced in person, I think. That's like the right. dead. Yes. Yeah, you have to go in person, experience it. 
it's not, it's definitely not for everybody. Um, in fact, uh, you know, we'll get into stories as, as the podcast is recorded, but, um, yeah, my, my friend has a wife who is very similar to my wife. They've been to one show and that's plenty for them, (laughs) but they, they understand it. Um, and, and perhaps appreciate it deep down, but do not need to experience it again. And you might be in that same boat. Who knows? But We'll see. I was at um, a ski trip years ago, and we were staying at a, a person's house that was you know, not one of our friend group. It was a side person who was very nice to open up their house to us. And uh, in exchange, we had to watch a fish show uh, on New Year's Eve, uh-huh. but it was a double show yes so you had to watch both shows it was like new year's eve and new year's day oh wow and it was you know in the main living room yeah by the fire and yes. uh it's kind of a do or die situation <laughs> you just you either watch this or right. you get kicked out into the snow inescapable you. so i doubled down I, <laughs> I sat next to the guy who was the fish lover and he Every single song, he's like, this is this, they did a different thing in the chorus this time because in, you know, 1994 at Hollywood Bowl, they did this other thing where so-and-so, I mean, the guy knew every single moment of every show that has ever been done in his time. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, I I certainly have friends that are students of fish like that. I, I have been a little bit more attuned to it in the past, but, um... You know, it still resonates with me. And I think the thing is, is that, you know, much like your, you know, favorite book, that you can go back into it and remember where you listened to that song and what the differences are. And so, yeah, you can get really deep down the rabbit hole with that. So uh, I don't think we'll talk too much about fish (laughs) on records in real estate, just to be clear. Um, Please don't turn us off. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode. We're going to stick to, uh, you know, more well-known pieces of music, I think. But And, and music that is tied to uh, Chicago in some way. That's right. Right? Yes. And I don't know if Fish has any Chicago affiliations. Are they? Well, I mean, you know, that's one thing we talked about is we might key in on a uh, concert that was in Chicago, even if the band doesn't really have much other ties to Chicago. Maybe we can pick a well-known Talking Heads show or, you know, some other, uh, you know, like the Rolling Stones. They they did a show at this tiny little venue called Double Door. Um, I don't know when, 70s, 80s, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... There might there there certainly were some good fish moments in Chicago, even though they don't really have ties to the city otherwise. But that's what we're gonna play with. We're gonna play with, um, you know, music, musical history within Chicago. So it could be like Smashing Pumpkins, they're from Chicago, or yep. it could be Muddy Waters, they're from Chicago, or it could be the Rolling Stones who had a concert in Wicker Park in Chicago, or. Um, could be a song about Chicago, like Frank Sinatra recorded. Something like that. I like it. Yeah. So we're talking venues, we're talking people, we're talking, you know, maybe somebody grew up in Chicago. That's and right. And it influenced them in some way. That's right. Okay. And so how is it going to tie into real estate? 
Good question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's see. For example, the Rolling Stones uh, had a concert at a tiny little venue called the Double Door in Wicker Park. So we'll talk a little bit about that concert and we'll talk about Wicker Park and kind of what's going on in Wicker Park these days. So, you know, both from a commercial perspective and a residential perspective, talk about, you know, maybe what your money can buy you in Wicker Park and also some development that's going on there now and kind of where the neighborhood stands in terms of its evolution. Awesome. And then what, um, why should anyone believe you? Well, I've been, uh, you know, selling real estate in Chicago for 15 years. I'm the president of a company called B Realty. Um, we do uh, commercial real estate, property management, residential, and have a burgeoning global division, Woo-hoo. which if you're interested in that, you please feel free to contact us for more information. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have also been a resident of Chicago for 20 years and uh, grew up in the suburbs. So, um, you know, know the city pretty well, better than most, not as good as some. <laughs> so humble. <laughs> I like it. Um, cool. But where did you start to kind of get in tune with music? Where did your love of music come from? Well, uh, my parents, I shouldn't say they forced me to, but when I was five years old, uh, my brothers, my older brothers took piano. And of course, as uh, the little sister, I wanted to do anything that my brothers could do. So I begged my mom and dad for piano lessons and they said, sure, but you have to commit for 10 years. Well, when you're five years years old, yeah, 10 years is a long time. And (laughs) that's like, who knows what 10 years means? Right. Yeah. Um, so I grew to kind of despise practicing and all I that see. stuff. But uh, in college, I I played well. I, before that, I played band in band and orchestra, and you know, total band geek. Yeah, did a lot of woodwinds. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. clarinet, bassoon, and then in college, I really wanted to play the drums. Um, so I got a drum kit and I joined my first band because my friends wanted to record a surf music song, like a 60s surf. Yeah. And uh, they didn't have a drummer. So I had a drum kit, and they said, well, if you can learn how to play this song, then we'll record with you. So I said, okay. So I I literally... We had a... It was right when, um, what do you call Samplers came out. Okay. So a sampler is a thing, uh, and they used to cost a million dollars. Now you can get them for cheap, but... You record anything, any sound on it, and then you can play the sound all up and down the keyboard, and it changes oh, from nice. low to high. Sure. So I recorded the song on the sampler and then cut it down to half speed or even slower, and I wrote out every single beat of music on music staff paper, even though I didn't really know how to do that. Right. But every kick drum and every snare, and I would listen for hours and hours to try and figure out like where the hits were, were hitting in the song. And then I, that's how I that's taught amazing. myself how to play drums. What a cool story. Well, I was going to say, drums are really integral to that type of music, and you really needed to know your stuff. But it sounds like you didn't, but then you did. And then I did, yeah. They apparently didn't have a very wide circle of friends, because they probably could have asked... <laughs> 
anyone who had any experience and would have been better than me. But we ended up playing for many years together, um, a 60s surf and go-go band, which in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Um, and we were part of this scene. Like, there was a surf scene in that, Ann Arbor, Michigan. That is crazy. Um, and, yeah, we have a song on, a couple of, three songs on an album called Surf in the Spillway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm thinking of the imagery with that's possible with that. Just oh. like a wave down a highway and somebody surfing it. Pretty much. Very, very, very close. Maybe. What is a spillway? Um, it's sort of apparently like a, it kind of looks like a dam or okay. kind of a dam meets a waterfall. Okay. And it's all concrete, but they've got some sort of water that spills over this mm. thing okay. away. Okay. And uh, then they... Photoshopped back when Photoshop was yes. a really brand new little surfers <laughs> okay. surfing the spillway. I'm not too far off, as you said then. You were spot on. <laughs> yeah. So cool. anyway, yeah, that's how I got into music and I've been playing uh, ever since. Nice. All sorts of different instruments and yeah. And jack now of all you're, trades. You're back to the piano. You've taken some piano lessons and played for my son, who has adored that. That is a delight for me to be <laughs> able to have a captive audience and. Yeah. Or any audience right now. <laughs> right. Um, COVID's been a little a good for piano practicing and bad for piano uh, playing in front of people. Yes, it has. But uh, getting back into that. Nice. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned Talking Heads. Any other you know, you know big hitters in your life? Um, I grew up in... So I, I'll, I'll just say it right now. I was born in 70, so 80s, like mid-80s were my my jam mm-hmm. and I uh, so Depeche Mode was huge OMD um, any of that kind of new wavy stuff yeah I just remember and in Ann Arbor they had this theater I forget what it was called but um, every month or maybe every week they had a show like they played the Talking Heads Stop Making Sense movie. Oh wow! And it it was just like a dance party, and yeah. you would just go there and dance to the album. That's amazing. And I went every week or every month or whenever it was, but it was a lot. They released or they they re-released or re I don't know what the word is, but they they I saw the Talking Heads Stop Making Sense movie in IMAX maybe oh. fifteen years ago or something like that, and that was. Tremendous experience. Nice. But similar to, um, to you know, we used to play the Stop Making Sense album in college, and just you know, it would be a, a immediate dance party. Yeah. Um, and the or not the album, but the the DVD. It's a really cool DVD for those that have not seen it. DVD is not a term anymore. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool yeah. VHS tape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we're, we're dating, dating ourselves. Yeah, we are dating ourselves, yes. yes. But if anyone who ha- hasn't seen this movie, it is still one of the top-rated concert uh, videos of... Not a video, concert <laughs> movies of all time. I don't even know what the what kids are call called. It? <laughs> you can stream it. <laughs> That's right. But check it out. It's a... Uh, Directed by Jonathan Demme, is that right? I think so, yeah. And it's just great. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Very cool. Yeah. What um, about you besides uh, Fish and Talking Heads? You know, I, I kind of grew up with classic rock for some reason. I think I had a friend who was into it. And, you know, so I, I would say Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd kind of are, you know, some of the top bands in my life. Um, 
as cliched as that may be, but you know, there's a reason for that. They're outstanding bands. Um, you know, from there, I've been I've run the gamut. I'm interested in in most everything. I used to say everything except for country, but even lately, I have been getting into some country begrudgingly. I'm not like pop country, but you know, old school country. Yeah. So, um, let's see more specifically the cars. You know, I'm actually a big '80s uh, sort of music aficionado as well. Um, I love yeah. the cars. Yeah. My my brother, growing up. No, Dad, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> um, my brother, growing up, was super into the Doors. Okay. Who I actually grew to very much appreciate now. Yes. Um, and I was into the Cars, and yeah. my mother would just call them the Car Doors. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I wonder if there actually is a, a you know relationship between those two names. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Oh. Um, so you have uh, been working with Be Realty since you moved to Chicago. Um, and similar to Karen's story about learning the drums, she's taken a, a, a very similar treatment to, to learning about real estate. She's one of these people that, you know, just is a student of whatever she's doing. And I so appreciate that. But tell us a little bit about what you like about real estate. Yeah, I, so getting into real estate was, uh, it was a begrudging. I remember when I was working with you first here, it was, uh, just an office. We need an office person. And I had just moved here. didn't know anyone. So I was like, sure. And real estate agents in my mind were equivalent to used car salesmen, just seedy people with, you know, fake everything and you know just trying to sell people stuff yeah. I don't know it just yeah. bleh, it just rubbed me wrong so I hadn't and when you kept saying like you should get your license I really had no intention right or desire right I didn't think I would be like it or be good at it um and but I did I had like I said I had nothing else going on so I'm like may as well and I like learning things so yeah I went to school got my license and then I just realized like it's a huge world. Real yes. estate is a huge world. And like, I always liked what you said where it, it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everywhere we go, every coffee shop, every house, every, every block that we're on, you know, real estate, it's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just really enjoyed learning all as much as I possibly could. And Be Realty was really cool about um, letting me do that. And you didn't have a specific niche to put me in. Um, so I learned c- some commercial stuff and some mm-hmm. residential stuff. And now I'm really look, looking at a lot of uh, working with investors. Mm-hmm. And I just think every, every single day I learn something new, whether it's, you know, how, how to identify a, a foundation that's crumbling versus one that's fixable or, you know, what the commercial market is doing. It's... It's just fascinating. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's no shortage of things to learn and things to get involved in, and um, you know that's one of the things I love about it too. Is every day is different. You know, today being one of those days where we're recording our first podcast. Woo-hoo! Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna do something different every day, whether it's a problem that your client is having or whether you're you know just going to see what is happening in a neighborhood and going to an open house and seeing a new design trend or, 
you know, um, whatever, uh, working on a lease. I mean, some of it's very technical, technical. Some of it is, uh, very system oriented, but, um, you know, beyond that is, is just something new every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really, it's really great. And I, I guess back to my comment about, you know, used car salesmen, B-Realty has completely changed my mind about what uh, pe- what kind of people are involved in this industry. And I've met so many from vendors to other agents in other brokerages, whatever, across the board. Of course, there's always lemons, you know, but um, just good people. Yeah. And, yeah, great coworkers. And, I don't know, I've just been really enjoying it here. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's good to hear. It's certainly the culture that we're trying to build and... Uh good to know when that has been a success so yeah but you know we wouldn't be here today without you you really have helped solidify our property management division and taken on the unenviable task of wrangling the books and so appreciate you as well if i could spend all day in front of a spreadsheet i would (laughs) it's my jam (laughs) (laughs) well as we grow who knows you might be able to do that except for when you're recording records and real estate (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Yeah. No, I enjoy the books a lot. And uh, how about you? How did you get into real estate? Um, It's kind of a a family history. I mean, my grandfather was a carpenter and then my father was an architect and then he got into development. And so, um, you know, when I was kind of searching for what I wanted to do, um, it was either, you know, wear tweed and go be a, a pipe smoking English lit professor or get into real estate and you know at the time I was making that decision my dad uh, started a development company and asked me to join and so I got my license to help with that endeavor um, and uh, you know it's, it's been growing ever since um, yeah, my career started off building homes you know but that was right before the crash and selling investments and that was also right before the crash and so once the bubble burst, I had to pivot into helping people buy and sell primary residences, and I, I did that for a good many years, and that was my primary focus. It's still one of my main focuses is to help people buy and sell their homes, but the company that I, I, I started um, about 10 years ago with, with a couple of colleagues has grown to encompass, you know, as you said, all, all different types of Real estate and um, really my focus is on this business and, and helping both clients, but also helping uh, our employees and our brokers, you know, with their careers. And um, yeah, it's been very rewarding. As we wrap up our first episode of Records in Real Estate, one thing I wanted to ask you and share with our audience is... Uh, you know, what, what do you want to get out of this podcast? And then what do you think that the audience would like to get out of this podcast? Yeah, well, personally, I just, you know, want to spend more time with my friend Andy here. Oh, that's sweet. Um, because ever, ever since you left the um, property management sort of division over to Ian, yeah. I have to say I was a little angry, <laughs> a little hurt, <laughs> abandonment issues. Oh. Um, so I'm delighted to get to spend, you know, time talking to you. Yes, likewise. Uh, what do you think uh, we might uh, bring to our audience? Well, besides listening to our fun, quippy personalities come through, <laughs> um, I'm hoping 
that, uh, you know, we bring some interesting uh, tidbits of history. Obviously, it's Chicago-specific, so people who are either living here or want to live here or are just interested in the city can learn something. Um, so I think uh, anyone from people who want to get into real estate, um, buying a house, learning about neighborhoods, I think would be very yeah. uh, keen to tune in. Or, or selling a house or getting into the real estate as a career you might be interested in some of what we're talking about. Absolutely. I like it. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a good goal. Um, you know, we intend to, to have some guests. You know, we might, uh, for example, bring on the owner of a venue or, you know, maybe even a musician here and there. But yeah, we hope you learned something. We hope you have a uh, laugh along with us. And, um, you know, we'll, as time goes on, uh, set up a, a way for us, for you to get a hold of us if you want us to talk about a specific topic or have uh, questions about something that we brought up during the podcast. Yes. Um, In the meantime, is there a way that they could? Sure. Um, let's see. I'll just give you my um, Be Realty group email. It's long, so get a pen ready. Okay. It's andrew.went, which is W-E-N as in Nancy, D as in David, T as in Thomas, at BeRealtyGroup.com. That's B as in boy, E as in Edward, RealtyGroup.com. Okay. We are known for our extra long emails That's at this right. company. Yes. Yeah. And we all have our own way of, of trying to enunciate and get people to understand what it is we're saying. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, drop, drop us a line because, uh, you know, you can help steer us, you meaning the listener, can yes. help steer us um, into maybe new topics and new ideas yeah. that we haven't thought about. Absolutely. We would love uh, to key in on pieces of Chicago musical history that we aren't aware of that would give us a, a nice jumping off point. Yep. We mentioned two things that we were toying with. Uh, the Empty Bottle. Empty Bottle, yes. Wonderful small venue on Western Avenue. I, and um, we know somebody that might know somebody that <laughs> might know somebody to get us going. <laughs> or we talked about the Metro, too, because the Metro is in the neighborhood where our office is, and that just might seem like an easy jumping-off point for us. Yep. Okay. Well, I think that's it for now. Yeah. Anything else, Karen? Nope. I uh, I think we 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 did it. We're, we have the first one in the can. First one in the can, as they say. I know. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening, and uh, tune in for our next one. See ya. Bye. This has been an episode of Records and Real Estate. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Today's episode was brought to you by Be Realty. Be where you want to be. Be Realty. If you have comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at info at recordsandrealestate.com. 